Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Something, a Detroit Lions fan podcast. We are here with podcast number 12, uh, a week four Lions versus Bears recap. So, to my co-host, listen, Something. 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 Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those type of podcasts. Yeah. We all, we all said the Lions were going to beat the Bears, the Chicago Bears, and the Lions did not do that. The Lions ended up losing 14 to 24 and now are 0 4 on the year. So we're going to go ahead and, and recap the game, the coalition. We're going to talk about our offense, we're going to talk about our defense. And then we're going to talk about week number five against the Minnesota Vikings up there in Minnesota. And then we're going to end it off with fantasy like we always do. So let's go ahead and break down the game and what happened and give our overall reactions of the Lions versus Bears game. So sup, Dan Loso? What's up, Dan? You know, I was uh, very optimistic. I actually scored it. 38 to, I think it was 38 13. Mm-hmm. I was totally wrong. Uh, we moved the ball well at times, but made some bad decisions. Uh, I'd say on the coaches' part sometimes. I mean, we could have got some points. Um, we have scared Nelly behind the, behind <laughs> the uh, center. When crucial time hits, little pressure, he, he folds. Um, overall, they didn't play up to the potential. We had a lot of people hurt. That's not no excuse. We could have made it a lot closer. We had many opportunities to score for a lot of plays given up and some mental errors, a lot of them. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's a bad game from start to finish. And I just think. We still have a lot to learn. A lot of young guys and coaches, I think, as well, are still learning their their uh, uh, position. Actually, they're just all new. So yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. It's sad, sad to me, but at least wanted to win, though, especially against the Bears. Yeah, but it is yeah, what it is. It's my take. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the story of the game for me was just missed opportunities by the Lions. You know, in the Bears red zone. Uh, you know, you go 0 for 3 in the first half and then 0 for 4 for the game. Uh, Montgomery's killing us all over the field. Uh, the Bears marching down the field on the first drive, you know, and then we, we come down and we do a long drive and we miss, uh, we, we fumble the ball and they come right back and they score 14 and they get the ball again in the second half and score again. I mean, and every time we get to, you know, the red zone, we, 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 we mess up and, you know, that, that's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's just, it kills the momentum. It kills the momentum. And, and you look at the score. I mean, we only lost by, you know, 10 points. I mean, a lot of missed opportunities could have been a, a different game, you know, but then yeah, the sure. Lions with the slow start on their offense, you know, that, that, that definitely didn't help. And then our defense, like, in, you know, Justin Fields looked like an all-star. You know, after he, you know, was just demolished last week is, you know, it's, it's just, you know, unfathomable. It is what it is. What do you think about the game, uh, Chris, and what's your take? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> there's not much to say. 
I mean, you, you guys just covered an, an overall synopsis of, of the, of the game. Um, you know, my take is, is pretty much the same, just a lot of mental errors, um, just a lot of, uh, just ridiculous types of things going on to where it's like, you know, that, that fumble or interception, whatever that was, you know what I mean? When the, the center snap, snapped the ball is just, is just crazy. And, and, you know, we talked about it during the game um, and we just looked really sloppy. Um, uh, they're, you know, they really need to take advantage of these practices before we, we play the Vikings um, in order to get some of that stuff straightened out. Now on our defense, um, we do have, you know, injuries are piling up um, of some of our most valuable players. Um, I don't know if that that fumble was Frank Ragnow or not, um, but he's injured, you know, yeah, so that was so him. That that was him. him. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Flowers uh, is, is, is injured and out, uh, Aquara, um, season, season ending injury, Okuda, um, season ending injury, um, and, and, and many more, um, you know, like, like you guys, uh, said it's a, we're rely, we were relying on those vets, um, to kind of lead the way. Um, and we got a kind of, uh, we got a bunch of young bucks, um, you know, getting settled into the NFL, pace um and you know learning a lot of new things and you know it's showing you know um i can't really you know say uh if we're you know the, the coaches are, are doing an amazing job or the players are doing an amazing job because i think it's still we're still on that learning curve um hopefully we 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 pick it back up um uh there's not there's not a lot of positive that I, that I've seen um, in that game, unfortunately. But uh, that's that's yeah, my definitely take. Definitely after you know you know looking uh, you know like we were you know you know kind of I would say almost turning the corner against Baltimore and having a close game and able to almost win it and losing on a miracle kick. You know, you come back with a performance like that. It's definitely you know it's it's, it's you know. Like shit, what the fuck? What what happened? Well, but um, break. Car yeah, Carpentito, man. Let me get your take on the game, and then you know, you you start us off on the offense. What you like from the offense? Okay, um, let's get a, a small opinion on the game. On on the game, twenty to twenty, we look like a decent football team. Not a great football team. Decent football team that's learning. Twenty to the goal line. We fucking suck. And and paint out. We we we're sloppy. Golf is doing golf gets a little pressure. I think we talked about that last week. He gets a little pressure. He just gets, oh, I, I don't know what to do. Look, just a lot of, you know, he doesn't throw tight spirals, dead ducks. It, it just uh, there's just so much negative that there I don't you I don't I can't one thing positive on the offense. Hawkinson laid an egg, didn't really play good at all. He kept, you know, golf was hitting him, missing 
hitting them short over his head, just dead ducks everywhere, dead ducks to, to everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, no positives for me. I, re I really didn't like that game. I, I really felt like we just playing out sucked. We um, shit the bed. Yeah, we definitely did. After coming off from Baltimore, we we just it was just an embarrassing game to even be a Lions fan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But okay, let's talk about you know our offensive performance and kind of break down you know like what we did on the offensive side. Uh, but like as a whole, um, it's just you know the story of the Lions season. You can't put a whole game together. I mean, you play good for one half, you don't play the other half, or you don't. You start off good, and it's just they can't put a whole game together. So, you know, golf is struggling. I mean, defenses has you know they caught up to what the Lions are doing with 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 Hawkinson, so they're doubling him. You know, and Swift and Williams, you know, they take turns in doing their thing, and then our wide receivers, whoever's up, um, I don't know, Raymond or Cephas. You know, whenever it's one of their turns or whoever's not really guarding them, it's the ball, you know? You know? So, yeah, uh, it, it, that's, I mean, exactly what you just said shows um, uh, with Khalif Raymond, you yeah. know? Uh, uh, he got a lot of looks, you know, Quintess Cephas, um, you know, the couple games before that, Um because of the double team, you know, and and all of the all of the pressure going on to Hawkinson, um, you know, they're just. I think we're becoming not so multi-dimensional to where teams can just kind of target us fairly easy. One-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think if, if you want to point out some positives, I mean, yeah, you know, Khalif Raymond got a got a couple catches, touchdowns. Um, Williams had had an OK game. Um, you know, uh, I guess those are a couple of positives. But I mean, we're also missing our quote unquote uh, wide receiver number one, which is out in concussion protocol and. Um, like I said before, a lot of injuries, but I, I guess those are a couple of the positives, but we still have a long way to go um, in terms of our receivers. I think that's that's probably the, the only spot we left we have left to fill on our offense because our O-line is good. We got two dogs uh, as running backs. Um, we have a, a very good elite tight end. Um, you know, maybe we can use – uh, another tight end behind him, but um, you know, wide receivers are are our weak point. You know, yeah. So, yeah. so Loso, uh, I know you're 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 a guy about all about the trenches, and you know, you you're high up Penny School, you know, in our offensive line. So you know, one of the key members of our offensive line is Al Hart, Frank Ragnar, our center. Uh, what's your take on that, and and what do you think we can do to you know try to you know to to, to you know secure that that center position and you know that O line because you know that was that is a key priority in, I know your football philosophy. Yeah, um, the center Ragnall. I mean, he's the he's the the captain of the the offense. I mean, but the guy who came in, I believe, his name was Brown. I mean, he showed up. He did his thing. He, he, I think, held his own considering, you know, you're going up against uh, 
a Bears defense that's uh, I get at front front line is one of the best. Yeah. Even even uh, got who mentioned it. Uh, one of the Lions has said, "Yeah, this is the best D line that he's faced. Um, the amount of pressure they can produce and the the havoc they they produce." And I think the the center um, held his own. Now, on yeah. the other hand, Panay Sewell, he 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 uh, he, he, they, he he was showing up many times mm-hmm. in that game. Um, I didn't see him as confident. He, he wasn't. Uh, he'd sit back rather than finish finish a, a block or something. He kind of backs off. I want to see him just you know just keep going, throw people around, and and and, and use what what got you there. But yeah, overall, it's. I mean, they're they're still learning. I, I really still like the 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 offense, and I think because we have. Black wide receivers, granted, you know, St. Brown at least had 70 yards. Um, but we really don't have a, a true wide out. Um, I think we should just go with our bread and butter. I mean, the Bears did it, and they run the ball. We got to establish something, some kind of identity. We start running good, and then we start changing up a little bit and then guessing what the Bears are going to do rather than just play what we're going to play. Just – you know, run the ball. Yeah. And uh, Williams had a good game, but it, it all starts in the trenches, and it, and it seems like the offense is running well, but there's some times where it's like either you just stay with one thing and, and, and make that your, your, your philosophy and make that you got to have something that teams have got to stop. And we really keep changing up when we have the advantage to it. We change up. We throw these little screen passes on third and one, and I don't know. Well, I'm no coach. It's just what I see. Yeah. I, I, I really think um, you, you you bring up some good points, Carlos. Um, but and then and then we we also have to note that, you know, we, we are missing Taylor Decker and, uh, and Ragnow got, got injured. So – you know, going against that defensive front of the Chicago Bears, maybe we, we can't run it as effectively as we can because we don't have those wide receiver threats. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. it, 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 it really it, it really is a, a, a team effort. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I do think we have a solid running game. I think yeah. we, we can run it all day, but if – if 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 they know that's what we're gonna do, then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they'll just stack yeah. the box on us, you know. So yeah. I, I I think I think we're, we're you know we're, we're making some good points, but you know all of our points are kind of um, yeah, but this yeah, but this you you know what I mean. So there there's just a, a lot that we need to do to bring this thing into as a whole. You know, it starts with golf. Goff needs to play way better. Yeah. He's the quarterback. He's got to play way better. And then, you know, he's got to step up, and that's it. Exactly. You know? And if he can't get it with his arm, there's there was maybe three or four plays where he could have ran for the first down or gotten positive yards. Yeah. And, and like Tito had mentioned, a lot of his balls that come out of this hand do are wobblers. Dead balls. Uh, 
dead ducks, dude. It, it's not getting to the freaking receiver. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But enough about the offense. Cause Hold on, let, let, let Tito give his take. Let, uh, Tito, you want to give me a take on the offense before we move to the defense? And do them both. We'll, we'll, we'll take on the offense. Um, like I said, it was only Williams. I mean, golf was sloppy, horrible. He he still hasn't shown me. He needs to make that veteran presence. Like you say, he needs to step up. He needs to play like a veteran. The guy's been to the playoffs, been to the Super Bowl, all that. And he's playing like Jay Cutler right now. Defensive-wise, defense-wise, I mean, we can only do so much with what we have. Like you said, there's tons of energy, injuries. We got cornerbacks out. We got now lost a big defensive lineman. Um, so you can't really judge that. Like the, there's little bits and pieces that they, they look, they were holding their own for a minute. But then, you know, you start losing pieces, like on the offensive line, defensive yeah. line, corners, you start getting burnt. And that's that's how they got us. A couple blown plays, guys just wide open, and, you know, you just, got, you know, just have to take care of business. And, and, and like you said, golf's got to step up, and defense's got to step Next man up, like Carlos Muzo says. Yeah. yeah. All right, so defense. Um, you know, we, we mentioned it already. Romeo Carl out with a uh, torn Achilles for the year. Um, earlier before, you know, after our, our last podcast, the, the news was released that Jamie Collins was let go. Uh, we couldn't even get nothing for him. Nobody wanted to trade for him. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I think the only overall bright spot for the defense is uh, our, our quarterback, uh, Oak. O- Aurorier, you know, with another interception, and this one's off a tip ball. Um, it was good that you know he had a presence to you know, you know, see the ball and you know jump for it. But hey, I mean, he's playing good, you know. Uh, but you know, we're not getting pressure on the on the on the quarterback, and you know, running backs are running all over us. So it's, it's yeah, you know. yeah. I think that was the biggest key is get, getting pressure you know, on, on, on the QB. Um, but I'm sure that that's, that's something that was a point of emphasis um, on the Bears end after a nine-sack um, display against the Browns. You, you know what I mean? So they, you know, big up to them because they, they, you know, they, uh, they corrected something that, that – uh, that was wrong with their defense or offense. Um, and, you know, uh, we couldn't, we couldn't capitalize on that and kind of um, mess up their, their plans. Um, but I think that that was the, the glaring one for me is, is not getting any, any pressure. I don't, I don't really think that, um, you know, contrary to, to uh, what you said, P is I don't, I don't think that, um, Fields look, looked like an elite quarterback at all. I mean, he just had a couple throws, um, and our guys, the, the guys were wide open. You, yeah, you know what I mean? mean? Any, anybody can make make those throws. It's it's just uh, you know we're, we're playing we're playing zone zone D, and the, the more time that you have, the the more people are gonna are gonna get open. You know, so if you don't have that pressure. Um, is going to give time for, for people to get more open. And, yeah. and, uh, and I think that's something that, you know, 
uh, during these practices we need to work on is, is that, you know, getting at the, getting at that QB. Sure. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and close the book on week number four. And then let's look forward to week number five when the Lions travel to Minnesota to take on the one in three Minnesota Vikings. And the Vikings are coming off a 14 to seven week four loss to the Browns. Um, so, uh, again, like what challenges do they bring? How can we beat them? And let's give our sub-in predictions. The Vikings are favored as a seven and a half point uh, favorite, and the over-under is 49. So, you know, it's one of the highest scoring games. Um, so, uh, sub-in, um, the Vikings, you know, they have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and their quarterback by Michigan State's own Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah. You know, something, Carpentito, what is your takes, and can we beat them? Can we beat them? No. Um, <laughs> we so, be straight up. <laughs> so we're going to no, be straight we up. Um, we, got, we got Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, yeah. what, what Kirk Cousins has been having a good year besides last week. He had a good year so far. I mean, they bring a lot of trouble on the spots that we can't stop, and that's running game, elite running back, um, two elite receivers, and a decent quarterback. I mean, the only way we're going to be able to even stay with them to compete is that we got to get pressure on Cousins. That's the only way he makes mistakes. You give him time, he's going to hit Jefferson, Thielen. I mean, this is going to be a tough one to watch. Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. Conklin, you know, they got a lot of weapons over there. Yeah. Yeah. Something, Chris? Well, I think, you know, uh, I think the only way that we control this game is by using our two dogs in the backfield, is running the ball, taking time off that clock, um, and keeping it a, a close game. That's really – all we can do because if 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 we if if golf if if they get pressure on golf golf starts throwing interceptions they can they can score at will on us so my 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 opinion on on this is that we need to control the pace of the game run the ball run that clock off keep it a close game keep us in the game to to the very end um and maybe We'll, we'll have a chance, but like uh, like Tito said, um, they have a pretty solid squad. Yeah, and I think I kind of said, said the question wrong, and I said, can we beat them? It's how can we beat them? Because we want to, you know, see how – I mean, we're going to give them a prediction at the end, but like how can we beat them? So go ahead, Loso. Give uh, um, your opinion on the Vikings and, 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 and a, uh, you know, just a synopsis on how we can beat them. In your opinion? Well, the Vikings are going to come in upset, pissed off, because they've lost. They're one and three, I believe. Yeah. Um, so they're going to take it out on Detroit. Like Tito had mentioned, at every phase on offense, they got to speed. Yeah. Um, they got an elite running back. They're probably just going to run the rock because we can't stop nobody. Yeah. Um, you know, and if that if that gets slowed down, he's going to get time to go to Thielen or Jefferson. Um, 
So we we we're at a loss in every every level on defense. Um, I I think the only chance we got is to just do you know like Chris mentioned, run the ball, uh, throw them off, throw them off by running a bunch of uh, uh, motion, a lot of trick plays. When you don't have nothing, you gotta do some trick plays. I'll throw man, I'll throw. Uh, Khalif K-Man Raymond out there. K-Man Raymond. K-Man Raymond. Yes, sir. We all made a nickname right there for K-Man Raymond with the wild hair. I like yeah. it. Yeah, he, he's wild. I mean, hell, he probably don't even know what that he's in the football game. He's just like, oh, he's dumb, you know? He's just, he's like, hey, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he's, 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 run, run, run. I, I think we're going to be punished. We always get teams that come in pissed. That's Caveman Rayman. Caveman Rayman. Rayman. So <laughs> besides that, it's just uh, the only way they could beat them is trick plays, okay. a lot of motion, and and if it, if they're gonna pass the ball, they gotta come big. Bring in your your both tight ends. At least make uh, uh, golf have give them a chance, but he can't bail. You got to, if he, if run the damn ball, get a couple yards, get cracked. Yeah, he, can't, down. he can't be third and long. Yeah, no, we, we, we put ourselves in a bad position, but yeah, it's going to be a tough one to watch. Um, I expect a big loss and we'll see till next time, I guess. All right, Carpetito, give me your, give me your take. The on, take. The, uh, on, on something, on the, uh, on, on the Vikings and, you know, and, you know, if how can we win? Is what you're asking me. How yeah, can we win? win now? I hit you with the, the wrong one last time. Okay, well, I gave you the honest answer, so I'm always going to give you the honest answer. But um, I'm going to say, and and you know, yes, we got to run the ball, control the game, you know, throw a little trick play. The only way that we're going to be in this game, some I'm, it's going to be a miracle because I, I don't know. I don't see it. I already said it earlier. I don't, I don't see how we can stop them, but we, we, we got to get to, to get cousins to turnovers. He starts giving turnovers. He does get into a streak Well, he'll throw you two, three picks in a row, you know, but that's the only way we can win is, is getting the Vikings to turn the ball over, getting golf for short field, a little bit of confidence for the young guys on the defensive side and um that that'll that'll be it. I, I yeah. don't see any other way. So you're saying get get some pressure on them. Yeah, we gotta get some pressure. I mean even turn them over, get some sacks, having them punt, um take take to take uh take advantage of field position. Field position is gonna be key because, you know, they go through the field quick. So, I mean, you give them a short field, that's two passes dealing, they're done, the touchdown, hey, they're going to go play the defense now. So, yeah, it's it's going to have to be, like I say, probably a, a, a big turnover game for the Lions and, and us controlling the ball with the with the run game. All right. So, yeah, um, just might say, yeah, turnovers. And uh, the only thing that could help us win is turnovers in Vegas. <laughs> the, the only thing, if not, we're gonna lose that ball. All right, so let's <laughs> kill it right now. We're fantasy right before we leave. We got a couple minutes to end it all. So, week five projections half point PPR farm. Uh, we can start off with the go ahead with the uh, 
the the Minnesota Vikings. They have Kirk Cousins projected at 25 points, uh, Dalvin Cook at 20, Justin Jefferson at 16, and Adam Thielen at 15. On the Lions side, we have the Lions uh, golf at nine, 19 and a half, Hoxton at 11 and a half, Swift at 13 and a half, and Jamal Williams at 8.3, Khalif Raymond. Uh, rounding them out at seven and a half. So, if you were to start a team, what quarterback would you pick? Running back and uh, wide receiver combination. Uh, Chris, go ahead first. Um, I would take uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Thielen, and Swift. Mm, you want Thielen because he's on your team in fantasy. Right. Okay, take yeah. That. How about you, Loso? I take. Uh, I didn't even think about that one. I'll take Herbert. Herbert Cousins, man. <laughs> Swift. Uh-huh. And my uh, lucky play, Raymond K. Caveman Raymond. Oh, wow. Caveman man, you, Raymond. You went straight. You went straight. You went straight. Blinds. Okay. Uh, Tito. What's up, Camitito? Who'd you pick? You know, you, you know me. I love the fantasy, dude. I'm going all Vikings. Cubs, yeah, why not? Cooks. We can do Jefferson. We can do Thielen if you want. I mean, you can even start that boy Madison if you want because yeah. he's going to have some some touches too. So, yeah, I, I would go Vikings. It's just this. I, like I said, they're, they're going to do their thing. So, like I said, we, if, if we, have to, we have to have turnovers, but, yeah, Vikings, definitely great fantasy plays. Yeah, for sure. I would go with, you know, Cousins, Cook, and Jefferson myself. Man, there we go. All right, so that's the end of the podcast. We're going to go ahead and recap week number five after this with my crew. Let's go ahead and end the podcast with Subdance. Subdance. Subdance.